Thanks, everybody, for tuning in to The Shore Thing here on November 5th. Warren Shore and Ryan Silva, he is back from his vacation in Mexico, so we'll get the word on that in a couple of seconds. But you can listen to us on uh, iTunes, the podcast app, Spotify, and the iHeartRadio podcast app. As well, I want to thank Jacob Flores again for uh, coming in on uh, Monday and uh, hosting the show with us there. He also has a gaming. I forgot to mention. He mentioned this after. He's got some gaming website uh, that you can like kind of. They're trying to do it like cameo, um, where you can pay like pro athletes or whatever. And you can game with them for a couple hours. It's called mesh-gaming.com, so you could check it out there. They got some videos. Um, it's got a handful of a uh, couple Packer guys on there. Uh, Antoine Woods, you can p- play with Antoine Woods if you want some of it. You can do that. So go check out Mesh Gaming. Uh, so thanks again for Jacob for coming on. Ryan, how was your uh, how was your vacation? It was great. It was great. Before we get into that, shout out Jacob. I mean, he didn't need the NFL. He's the guy's got a business mind, huh? Just between trench you and that i mean he's he's also a uh, he's a medical device salesman i think yeah um, and nfl be damned he uh he's got his own thing so shout out to him yeah thanks for for filling in. i haven't got a chance to listen to the show yet i plan he on is it an Ivy i don't know yeah. if he knew that he did go to dartmouth so he's dartmouth a smart, yeah uh, he is a smart guy for sure for sure uh but yeah no mexico was awesome it was great uh met up some friends that live down in austin uh he and i actually grew up together uh, we went to like daycare together when we were like six, seven, eight. Uh, I moved away, and so we kind of lost touch for a little bit when I was about nine. And then uh, when he made his way out to Austin, you know, he hit me up, and so we've kind of rekindled and, and been hanging out again the last few years. But uh, so yeah, he and his wife they were kind of using this as like a uh, an anniversary trip slash celebration. They both recently did a fitness competition, uh, so that was tough to compete with while we were on the beach. But uh, you know, I did my best. Uh, so yeah, we went down to Austin, met up in Houston and, uh, went down, excuse me, went down to Cabo and, uh, it was cool. We had a nice, nice ass room, nice little two story, two room suite, um, had its own jacuzzi. We had like a personal assistant that, you know, bring us whatever we wanted. So it was, it was dope. It was cool. Um, we sat at the hard rock. I, if I, if we went back, I probably wouldn't stay there again. Um, but, uh, just because there was so many, there's so many other options, but uh, we we did a little jet ski ride out in the ocean, which was pretty cool. Uh, Jamie, she was that was like her biggest thing. She's like, hey, can we rent jet rent jet skis? I think that'd be fun. So you know, one of the beaches we went to, they had it, and so we're out there riding, whatever. And when we're driving out to like the spot, because you know you have to kind of like go out before you can start revving it up and let the thing loose. And the whole time, like the waves are kind of taking us side to side. And Jamie's like, what are you doing? What are you doing? And I was like, dude, this is kind of hard to steer. You know, a two person jet ski is much more difficult than a one person. And uh, so then finally we get out there. I open her up a little bit. We're getting beat up. And so I asked her, I was like, hey, you want to you want to drive it? She's like, yeah, for sure. So we switch and uh, she's going, she's going. And then she just cuts this thing hard left. And we freaking go flying off and <laughs> like, I'm telling you, not even 45 seconds in. And she just like it, the right before that, she's like, oh yeah, this is hard to steer. And I was like, yeah, it's, it's, it, it, it is. And uh, like I said, then she just cuts this thing hard left trying to turn around and we just go both get sent flying. And our little guide comes and makes sure we're okay. I was like, yeah, we're fine. And she's like, okay, you can drive, you can drive. And so uh, I drove from there on out, but no, it was cool. Um, you know, it was a nice little, nice little beach getaway, your usual, uh, hang by the pool, frozen margaritas, chips and guac, all that stuff. So it was nice. 
Yeah, I thought your Instagram stories turned into a 20-year-old white girl on spring break. Hey, you know, when in Rome, you know, I, uh, it's, it's no posting people posting wishing me happy birthday, but it's pretty close. <laughs> it, was a, it was close. It was close. I was, I got a chuckle out of that. Uh, but no, it was a good time. It sounds like you had a good time. Yeah, no, absolutely. And, you know, they had, uh, you know, everyone's wearing masks and, and, yeah, yeah. and stuff in, in the cl- in the close area. So it was fun. It was a good time. Like I said, if we went back, we'd probably try to stay somewhere else because it sucked because we were right on the beach. Like our balcony of our hotel, of our room, looked out right on the beach. But the current and the waves were so strong, you couldn't go out right there. So we had to take a taxi to another beach, and we hung out there uh, for a little bit. We were able to get in the water. But uh, all things considered, not bad. That's good. That's good. All right. Let's talk about the games. Uh, this weekend, we'll start off with college. Or what was your record? What was your record? Like? Oof, do, we, do we have to talk about that? My record was looking bad. I had a couple tough luckers. Rutgers, you see the Rutgers play? Yep. <laughs> the, the lineman just chucking the ball about 15 yards over his head. I also, when that was going live, I was like, what is this guy doing? But then after I realized, I'm like, no, 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 that's the play. Just get it out in open space where a guy can make a play. <laughs> I mean, that play is so funny. And it's, I, that's the problem. Like, there should be a rule where that, a play like that, if you score in your Rutgers, it should just count. Right. I don't care if the ball in like a half a minute or a half a minute. I'm very tired, if you can't tell in my <laughs> eyes. Um, uh, a half a yard forward. Who cares? Just let it count. Let it count. Right. Uh, that and then Michigan State missed a field goal that would have headed over with like eight minutes to go. Yeah, with the I had that game, too. Which is how the rest of the game played out. It would have gone over. I missed that. I was four and six last week, so I'm now 41, 34, and two. I was three and six uh, last week, which makes me now 38, 38, and one. Right at 500. Mr. 500, baby. You Let's are go. always 500. <laughs> I know. Like, right, like on the dot, too. Uh, God, you are always uh, at 500. All right, for college this week, the big game has got to be Florida-Georgia. Um, what did you have to say? Oh, Florida-Georgia and the Notre Dame-Clemson game. Yeah, is uh, I, I don't know. If it, there's no final word on if Trevor Lawrence is playing, right? It's not. They said on Saturday he's not playing. He's not playing. Okay. So because, yeah. because um the ACC's policy is you're out ten days, mm-hmm. but you have to take a cardi uh, uh a cardiovascular test mm-hmm. to check out the heart and the results um wouldn't be back in time for Saturday's game. So he's out. So it's uh, I'm not even gonna try to pronounce the guy's name, so it's DJU playing quarterback. Yeah, uh, he. I mean, he's not bad. He's like a, he's almost a little Tim Tebow esque. Uh, he was like a top recruit too. I think he was like a five star guy. So five star guy out of California yeah. too. So they got him to go all the way back east. Yeah, that was a big thing. Was that Dabo was dabbling in California now and getting recruits out there? So yeah, yeah. So that that game's at night, and then Florida Georgia uh, was a five versus five versus eight. In the afternoon. Other than that, I bet you're excited. Well, there's a big game Friday night if you're a mid-major guy, which was the uh, uh, Boise State versus BYU. BYU. Yeah, that's that's, that's the other one I was going to mention. Yeah. Um, and then I bet you're excited. The Pac-12 is back this week. Still can't believe they're playing the. Uh, <laughs> they really did it. They're really playing USC Arizona State at 9 a.m. local time. Yeah. Like I mean that is, that is a crazy. 
It is. And that, that was a funny thing, too, about being in Mexico. Uh, the game started at 9 o'clock there. It started at 9 a.m. We were waking up to football. Um, so it was uh, it was interesting. It felt I felt like I was back in Arizona, that Mountain Standard time. But, yeah, I, I couldn't believe that they were, they were playing that 9 a.m. local. That's uh, it's tough tough go for those guys. I think you got to think the unders in the play there, right? You would think, but I don't – yeah. Well, you would think the unders to play or they're just the defense is tired. They don't care. They're, just gonna get, they're not going to be able to run as fast as the rest. I don't know. Just get burned. I don't know. Yeah. That's some dumb logic. I don't really know. What are you excited <laughs> about Arizona? What's Arizona looking like this year? Uh, about as usual. Not very good. Um, so, God, yeah. I forgot they went four and eight last year. Just to yeah. Go. Went, yeah. They were, they, were, they were not very good. I think this is some, someone's last year. Um, I'm not even sure who the starter is at quarterback. Uh, we still, funny thing, we still have uh, Rich Rod's kid on the roster. Uh, he's still a quarterback. He, he actually might be the starter. Uh, Rhett Rodriguez, I think that's his name, Rhett. Um, but yeah, so, uh, I, or excuse me, no, I know, I do know who the uh, It's uh, Grant Gunnell, and the kid out from the Woodlands, uh, Houston area. Okay, that's yeah. that's who the, who's going to be the starter. He's a sophomore this year. Pretty good. He showed off a lot last year. Um, in his limited time, I, th- I believe he's a four-star guy, one of the top quarterback recruits we've had in a while. But uh, yeah, I, I don't expect very much from uh, from Arizona. If we win three or four games, I'll probably be pretty happy. I'll put us right around uh, five hundred. But yeah, not expecting a whole lot from them. Um, I also think Jamie's got to be pretty excited about the Aggies. They they might be pretty good. You know what? Yeah, because we we were watching, we were able to catch a few games um, in Mexico. Obviously, most of them in Spanish. Uh, but yeah, so, so she was pretty excited about that. She, uh, you know, we were talking about uh, them playing Arkansas. I was like, Arkansas is a little frisky, so so be on the lookout for for them. But uh, and then my my buddy Chris's wife, she's a Florida fan. I think she went to Florida, and so we we're you know, obviously she was bashing Felipe Franks quite a bit. So I got on that on that bandwagon. <laughs> Felipe's but, uh, not terrible. He's been he, good for Arkansas. He has been good for Arkansas. I don't know what it is. It's wild. He's had a little uh, rebirth out in uh, out in uh, uh, Arkansas. So uh, probably not the pressure. It's at Florida. Maybe I think that's got to be part of it. Maybe. Um, and then there was another game I was looking at here. Uh, oh, they have A&M play South Carolina this week. Yeah, uh, that could be a tricky little game. I'm, I was expecting A&M to win, but that could be a little tricky. And then is Texas off again this week? No, they, no, they are. Play West Virginia. Yeah. What did your friend agree with you that Sam Ellinger is better than Derek Carr? You know, I should have asked. I didn't even think to ask. Um, but I, you know, he probably would because he's a he's a huge, huge Sam Ellinger guy, like huge Ellinger guy. So uh, he would he probably would agree with me. But uh, I, I you know I forgot to ask. That game was pretty crazy against Oklahoma State. It was, yeah. Just again, the the I don't want to. I don't. Just the uh, not shocking that Oklahoma State doesn't win a big game when they are a playoff contender or a national championship contender. Um, that's what happened there. So the Big Twelve is probably out of the playoff. Yeah, I would unless Oklahoma somehow runs the table and a bunch of other teams. Um, I mean, the way the Big Ten started off, I mean, who knows? I mean, it's it's Ohio State and then literally a big drop off in everybody else. Yeah. I would agree in that. And I actually like Michigan this week against Indiana. Uh, I think Indiana's luck. I don't want to say luck. Like, they got a controversial call against Penn State to go their way. Would you call that controversial? Uh, yeah. I it mean, I would. Borderline. Borderline. Yeah, yeah. I think that's a better way to say it. 
Um, and then last week against Rutgers, I think they averaged like 2.7 yards per play. They just got a bunch of penalties and this and that. So I don't think... Um, I mean, that's Shiano's MO, right? Just stop the run and then create a, yeah. and then generate a bunch of penalties um, against yourself. For sure. Yes. So uh, Indiana, I actually like that. Um, that game there. Did you catch any of action last night? I did not. I had I my after being out for a few days, my baseball schedule was jam packed with lessons. So we had the TV on, uh, but I couldn't see a whole lot. But I came and watched some highlights, and there was I mean, it was full blown action, like okay. from the from the jump, like literally from the first kickoff. It was. I was going to see just... the first the first kickoff in the Akron game. Akron and Kent kicked off. Well, Akron versus Western Michigan, and uh, Kent and Eastern Michigan kicked off at the same time in the Akron game. The first kick was an onside kick. Don't you? So Tom Arth is the coach at Akron. Hmm. Don't you love that they went 0 and 12 last year and he's coming out of the gate firing with an onside kick? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, get the juices flowing, baby. Try to get something going in your favor. You can't win the opening kickoff or you can't win the coin flip or maybe they did and they deferred. But uh, yeah, try to try to get those those early points. I don't hate that at all. Uh, I thought that was hilarious. And I had a buddy. I might so- call that Sean Payton-esque. Yeah, but that was at halftime. Yeah, no, but still, I mean, you know, it's yeah. unexpected. You're coming out firing all cylinders. Yeah, no, I love it. I love it. One of my buddies had this like eight team. So the guys who I uh, went to Memphis with, they had a mobile gambling is legal now in Tennessee. Yeah, I saw that. So they were hitting me up. They've been hitting me up. It's getting a little, getting a little tired of it, but I enjoy their enthusiasm. Uh, like they're asking you for picks, like you're a tout or something? A lot of picks. What do you think about this? Or they're just sending me picks all the time. Like he said, he said he did a $1 parlay to win $1,100 in 18 money line parlay. And he had Akron plus 800. And I told him, I'm like, dude, if you want any chance for this to hit, it is not going to hit with Akron at plus 800. I don't care what the odds are. You do not bet Akron on the money line. They didn't win a game last year. and They're so bad. Then he texted me. He goes, dude, Akron sucks. I go, I told you they didn't win a game last year. Like, don't, don't think that's going to hit. You're right. But, uh, they've also, it was, it was, I also did enjoy, they were texting me. So I guess they have the FanDuel DraftKings and like bet MGM app there. Oh. And like on FanDuel, you can like parlay the same game on anything. Like you could bet any, yeah. any scores, like you can do anything. It's crazy. Yeah. It's nuts. Yeah, that's where I mean, if you follow like Action Network or like yeah. uh, a lot of the uh, the Bet Barstool or excuse me, Bet Barstool uh, uh, IGs or Twitters, a lot of those come from the the FanDuel and DraftKings because you can parlay same game stuff, and that's where you that's get see a lot of these big payoffs. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Um, so all right, let's get to the cards this weekend as we kind of got sidetracked. Unless there's anything college football wise you want to touch on. No, that was it. Yeah, I mean, I I'm fully staying away from any Pac-12 action to start off with. Like I said, the Big Ten, uh, who knows what's, what's going on there. But uh, I, 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 this is the first week, and we'll see how it goes. But I've, I've almost had about like an 18-team card, so uh, or 18-team card. No, I almost did. I, oh, I trimmed wow. her down. I trimmed her down. But uh, I, I, th- I think this is where we get back on track. This is where we write the ship is this week. I will also say this. We recorded on Wednesday last week. Maybe it was the extra day of research that, that did us in. Yeah, I think it was because it was announced Thursday about Trevor Lawrence not playing. And I mean, not saying that that would have you know changed a whole lot of my picks, but I did have Clemson minus 31 against Boston College. Uh, but yeah, I mean, 
I think you're right. I think that had to have been it. So maybe we just scrapped last week from the record books. No, I think we keep counting it. <laughs> um, but all right, uh, I'll go first here. I have nine games. Okay. Um, I will say the extra time. I didn't really. I just kind of glanced at it this week. Usually, you think an extra day, right? Get a lot of extra time. Uh, not for me. Not this week. I have. We do have a dead mascot game. This week, are you aware? Oh, no. Who is it? NC State tonight. Oh, shit. You know, I think. NC State tomorrow on the 6th. Their, oh. their dog, uh, Tusky, I think, four, uh, mm-hmm. left, this great th- left this great earth uh, last week. So NC State had, didn't play last week. So this is they played Miami. They host Miami. So I got an NC State tomorrow night plus 10. I also have the under. Um, look, San Diego State. Got burned by them. They scored too many points last week. But they're tell hoping- me about yeah. We had I had a five teamer. Uh, me and my buddy split a five teamer while we we're in Mexico, and the first four hit. And I was like, and the San Diego State was my pick. I was like, we're putting this under in. It's gonna hit, no problem. And sure enough, it did not, and lost us the freaking parlay. I was like, they go eight points. I know twenty eight in the second half. Twenty eight in the second half. Like that's but, unacceptable. unacceptable. Yes, it is. So I'm going back to the well on that. Yep. Uh, under 47 and a half against a much improved San Jose State team. I have mentioned it earlier. I have Michigan minus three against Indiana. I think this is a bounce back for the blue. Uh, I'll take the over in Liberty, Virginia Tech, 67 and a half. Georgia State minus 18 and a half against Monroe. I know they got absolutely shellacked by Coastal last week, but Monroe is the worst team in college football. Coastal Carolina might sneaky be good. No, they are good. They are good. I was on them at the beginning of the year, the first three weeks, and I kind of got, kind of got away from them. Um, I have the over in Maryland, Penn State at sixty-three. Uh, I have Florida plus three and a half against Georgia. Iowa State minus fourteen against Baylor, and then one Pac-12 game. Oregon State minus one and a half against Washington State. Oregon State last year came on strong in the second half. And Washington State, new coach without Mike Leach. Don't really know what they got there. Oregon State at home. I like them minus one and a half. All right. So I have a 10-game card right now. But one of them is Miami minus 10 and a half. I did not know about the dead mascot game. So I think we're just going to go ahead and scratch that off the card altogether. We're, we're removing that card. Uh, removing that off the card. I know I know you, you're supposed to play the, the dead mascot game. NC State's probably the play. But uh, we'll we'll just take that one off the card completely. So I also have the under San Diego State, San Jose State, under 47.5. I got BYU, Boise State, over 61 tomorrow. I think there's going to be a lot of points in that game. Uh, BYU's offense is, is pretty good. Zach Wilson, I think, is, uh, I think, he, I think he's going to be uh, an NFL draft prospect. Not as good as, as Ellinger, but pretty close. They rate him like the third best, third or fourth best quarterback out there. Yeah, no, no, he's good. He's good. I mean, well, you figure, I mean, a guy, a guy's 30 playing against 18 year olds. It's <laughs> he's actually 21, but yeah, no. Uh, I also have the Texas, West Virginia over 55, uh, Eastern Carolina plus five. They got absolutely hosed last week. Did you see that game? Yes. Eastern Carolina. I mean, they got absolutely hosed. There's about three calls there at the end where you could have been sure as hell that, uh, I forget who they played, uh, was, was putting a little, little extra, uh, dough in the ref's pockets. Cause it was tough. They should have won that game outright, but they did cover, but yeah, ECU plus five against Tulane. I like the Cincinnati Houston over 55 does most of the heavy lifting here. Um, I like Maryland plus 25 against Penn state. 
I just, it, as you see a 25 point spread like that. And I think Maryland is halfway decent. I don't think they're total dog shit. And James Franklin, who knows what he's doing out there uh, in, in, at Penn State. So I like them plus two and a half, or excuse me, plus 25. I like Pitt plus two against Florida State. Florida State shouldn't be favored against anybody. I like Texas A&M minus 10 and a half against South Carolina and Arkansas plus one and a half against Tennessee. I think they win that game outright. Uh, Tua's brother's a quarterback from Maryland. He looked pretty good the other night against he did. Uh, Minnesota. Yeah, and so uh, the, the, the boat might be sank up there in Minnesota. Yeah, maybe. Or it's just it's just bringing on some extra water. It, it's bringing on water. Yeah, it hasn't it hasn't completely capsized just yet, but uh, it is it is taking on water. It is taking on water. All right, we'll go to the NFL. The Cowboys. Uh, look, I thought we were getting the nooch again this week, but nope. Mike McCarthy throwing a little curveball in there. I guess he didn't like what he saw. Too many sidearm passes for him. And now uh, one Garrett Gilbert, former Texas SMU. But most importantly, former uh, Orlando Apollos, uh, quote unquote, AAF champion, will start this week against the Steelers. The line is 14. Uh, I don't really know how the quarterback play is going to get any better. Really, I don't know what Gary Gilbert's going to bring to the table. I thought the Nooch was kind of exciting. He got the, he got the, the he can run a little bit. Yeah, he was exciting throwing. in the sense of you had no idea what the hell he was going to do. For sure, but it was also like he. I think the problem was he was too throwing too many sidearm balls. Like, let's yeah. let's focus on like. I think he was, he was trying. He was trying to break off a couple of sliders where he was trying to bend it around the uh, the defender to get to his wide receiver. I don't know what what it was, but yeah. If it, the only excitement was you didn't know what he was doing pre snap, and I don't think he knew what he was doing pre snap. It was just kind of, uh, you know, everyone get open and I'll try to find you. Kind of like what we do with my flag football games. You just run and get open, <laughs> try to find some open space and I'll get it to you. Because there's even one where uh, he threw a sidearm pass going out of bounds. And Amari Cooper, he was targeting Amari Cooper and he had already been, he had already ran out of bounds. And after he threw it, Amari just kind of looks at him like, like, yo, doc, for real? Like, you were trying to throw that to me here? Like, what are you, what are you doing here? Like, you, you could just <laughs> tell that he was like frustrated as hell. But, uh, you know, I think I think, you know, the play from Garrett Gilbert should be, uh, you know, improved from what we saw with Gucci Danucci. Um, But, yeah, like I said, I don't know how good it's going to be, especially against that that uh, Pittsburgh defense, which is is pretty damn good. But like, are they going to be are they going to score? Like, are they going to score like more than 10 points? No, I think I think I think you set the team total at nine and a half. Is that what it is? I don't know. I'd have to look, but that's what I would assume. But, like, I, that's the thing. How are they going to – like, they scored 10 points against Carolina with Dalton, and Dalton is probably a little better than Gilbert, and he's better than Danucci. They scored nine points this past week against the Eagles, and the Eagles' defense isn't really good. Uh, um, and they just kick, kick three field goals. It's like, how are they – they're not going to score nine points. They're not scoring double digits against the Steelers defense. I mean, they'll be lucky if they score a touchdown. Like, are they gonna? They're gonna go two weeks in a row without scoring a touchdown. That's the thing. Like, I don't know how they. Or, well, I forgot in Washington they scored three points. Yeah, they only kicked a field goal there. Yep. Um. So I mean, they're not gonna score a touchdown this week. Like, I don't see there. There's no. First of all, there's no way they win this game. Yeah. Um. But, like, I don't even know. And another thing too is like. Yeah, it's okay. You could you can do the carousel of quarterback. You're pretty much still doing this carousel at offensive line, or at least Terrence Steele's still playing right tackle. 
and Cam Irvin's playing left tackle. Like Zach Martin coming back is fine, but you still got the tackles out there that are third string tackles. So you're, I mean, you're screwed. They're screwed. I once the next game they're going to score a touchdown. Are they going to score a touchdown against the Vikings after the bye week? I, I don't. The whole. I said, they could go the whole month of November without scoring a touchdown. No, I think I think they'll run into one uh, somewhere, especially I think. Well, they only got the Vikings game and they got Thanksgiving against Washington. That's it. They got three games. Well, they didn't do it against Washington the first time, so I don't see them doing it the uh, I know. second time. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's uh, it's 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 baffling just how bad things got. I mean, they you know obviously they were scoring at almost a historical clip before Dak goes down. Also, giving up points that are historical clips so it kind of uh you know cancel each other out but from them to go from scoring you know 35 points a game to now not even being able to score a touchdown is just is baffling um i just checked and they actually don't have a team total listed for the cowboys so far for this week they have 27 and a half listed for uh the steelers i think but, i would take the over yeah i think so too i i absolutely would um with the way the wide receivers are playing for, for Pittsburgh. Yeah, absolutely. The thing take the over there. Um, but yeah, I mean, they, I mean, they might score one against Cincinnati. They might score a touchdown against Cincinnati, but that's in December. Oh, you, oh, you said, you said the month of November. I missed that part. I'm sorry. Yeah. Shoot. Maybe they do. Maybe they do go a a whole month without scoring a touchdown. That'd be tough. Look. Well, the thing too, is like, are we really surprised the offense is struggling without Dak? Like it shows how much value he has. So are well, we... I mean, not only that too, but I mean the the offensive line is absolutely abysmal. You know, For we've sure. we've touched on that numerous times, and I think that's what if they still had their their big guys, you know, their Tyron Smiths, their Travis Fredericks, you know, all their big dudes up front, they could I still be able to. Yeah, I mean, if they they'd still be able to pound the ball a little bit more and run the ball with Zeke, but they just can't do anything because they got five turnstiles up there protecting the quarterback. Yeah, like Collins and Smith on the edges being out at the tackles is that that's the killer because I don't think that kid Biotish at center has been playing terrible. Um, but uh, yeah, Travis Frederick would make a difference, but it's just really the outside. They're just getting, you got no time to throw. That's the bigger thing is just the tackles are so bad. And then you kind of, you got to rely on Zeke, but they know you're going to stick at stack nine in the box. And he's, he doesn't look like he's engaged at all. He looks like he's, he's a hundred percent checked out. I would, I would agree, especially watching that game uh, Sunday night. He, I feel like he was he was checked out. He's doing one, two, three Cabo on the sidelines. Like he's <laughs> counting, he's counting down the weeks. Yeah. Um, shoot, I'm I'd be surprised if Zeke did not get out there and try and get the Rona again. If he can, <laughs> so he won't have to play. To see, like, all right, we're 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 doing uh, college protocols here with the Cowboys. I'm out for a couple of weeks. I'll see you. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, as we're like, you know, talk kind of just bounce around here about the Cowboys. Don't you find it kind of odd that they brought back Cooper Rush? Well, he was on their practice squad, I think. Right. right. I, yeah, yeah, he was. And obviously he was on the team last year. But it's like, you know what you have with Cooper Rush, and it's not much. So why even bother bringing him back? This this Cowboys team, I think their biggest issue right now is too much of a boys club when it comes to the coaching staff. You know, Kellen Moore's bringing in his boys. Mike McCarthy's bringing in his boys. They showed uh, the graphic on on uh on uh sunday that scott tolzien is on that coaching staff who he played for mike mccarthy in green bay like it's all just becoming like a boys club of and i know that's how kind of the nfl is but it just doesn't seem like it's the best guy for the job it's just like hey you used to be my boy or you're my buddy or hey you used to play for me why don't you come coach and help us out here on this squad or something like that you know what i mean it's almost like like dad's getting together to coach a baseball team 
But I think the thing about Cooper Rush is, is like, okay, wouldn't you rather have a quarterback that has been in the system, Kellen Moore's system, for like a year rather than just some random Joe off the street? Like, in a, that's in the, a sense, yeah. That's I mean, the only reason why I wouldn't. I'm not surprised like they promoted him to the active roster, or brought him back on the practice squad. It's like he's a guy that has experience rather than in the system. So it's like okay, he can. He he knows what we're trying to do instead of just a guy learning it in two days. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, I guess in a sense, yeah. Um. But it's like, who else are they going to bring in other than Cooper Rush? I like, like again. I don't think the thing is like you know you have it's a. Well, it is a. It's a. We know what we have, and we just want someone with the system. Yeah. Uh, but then Randy Gregory, he's playing, so he's back. He played last week. That's fine. Alden Smith's really quiet down, quieted down. But I think you just got to see some improvement from the defense. But again, I think the defense gets pretty. I will say, like I said with Jacob on. Uh, Monday, they played with more fight against the Eagles than they had it in the previous weeks. Like, you could tell it looked like the effort and energy was up a little bit. I um, think because that was the first time they felt like a game was actually within reach and possibly, possibility of winning because of how Carson, how bad Carson Wentz was playing. That, and I think they probably saw, like, okay, this Danucci guy might be able to do something other than Dalton, who's just a statue back there. Yeah. That could have been, been it, too. Yeah. Um, a little bit of both. but And then uh, they saw him throw the ball, and they're like, oh, shit. Wait a sec. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They were, they, were like, they were like, "All right, he's gonna get the one." They saw the they saw the tackles try and block Fletcher Cox, and they're like, "Oh, well, uh, let's just get back on the flight and come back." Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, all right. This game is on my card. I will take the Steelers minus fourteen. Yeah, I think that's a pretty safe bet. Uh, yeah. What was your record? We didn't give the records before. Uh, what was your record last week in the NFL and record for the season? I was a whopping one and four last week. Tough, I, tough week. I was two and three. Uh, what game hurt me? The Chargers game hurt me. The Chargers game hurt me. That was it. That was that that hurt me from a winning week. Yeah, that just hurt me from being two and three. So then I'm twenty two, fifteen and three on the season. Twenty one and nineteen for me. All right, I'm rolling all favorites this week. You see, I almost did as well, and I was like, "You got to find a, a a dog somewhere." Yeah, and so I like forced myself to take one, and I don't feel great about it. Uh, yeah, I'm just rolling with it. You know what? I didn't like a dog I saw out there, so I'm rolling with it. Okay. Uh, I got the Vikings minus five and a half. That's because Stafford's out, and Chase Daniels their backup, I think. Yeah. Um, so I'll go with the Vikes. I've mentioned the Steelers minus fourteen. The Texans minus seven against the Jags. Jake Luton is playing a quarterback. He was at Oregon State last year uh, in for Minshew, and the Texans are off a bye week. I think they should handle Jacksonville minus seven. The Falcons minus three and a half. Uh, forgetting who the Falcons play. Um, so let me look at that. Uh, but I have them minus three and a half, and then I have Arizona minus five. Falcons yeah. against the Broncos. Okay, yes. I'm not in on Jake Lock, Drew, Jake Lock, Drew Lock. I think he's yeah. out on him, pass, hard he, pass on him. The Chargers but, just, but Warren, but Warren, he dances on the sidelines. I know. Have you seen the Chargers stats when they're in close games? It's terrible. That's why they're going <laughs> to lose. Have you, so did I'm you out. see, so since, since I think like 2015 or something like that, they have, I, I believe it was 38 losses by one score. Yeah. 
No, it was, yeah, 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 yeah. No, I know it's it's bad. They they cannot close out games there. It's wild. You got to think uh, Anthony Lynn's coming to an end, probably uh, out there. And then I have Arizona minus five against Miami, Tua last week. So I had the Dolphins last week. I was I will say I was pretty lucky to win that. Yeah, I was gonna say you can't feel good about that win, huh? Uh, well, did you see the stats? Yes. Yeah. That's the thing. Like they got two defensive touchdowns. I think the Rams had like 420 yards of offense and they ran like 40 more plays than them. And yeah, everything. If you just look at the box score, you're like, how did this team lose? And you know, what's funny is that's exactly what we did. Cause we were, we were hanging out Sunday, getting ready to watch the Eagles Cowboys game. And my buddy, Chris, he goes, dude, pull up, pull up the, the Rams Dolphins game and just look at the box score. And I looked at <laughs> it and I was like, what? Holy shit. Like, I was like, two a completed what, like nine passes or something like that? Yeah, it was not good. Yeah, that was wild. So I'll go with Arizona minus five this week. So recap, quick recap, Vikings, Steelers, Texans, Falcons, and Arizona. All right. Uh, starting off, I got the Ravens minus two and a half against the Colts. Uh, I know the Colts' defense is pretty good. The Ravens aren't good against any good teams, but I don't think – I think the Colts are kind of a mediocre team with a good record. Um, I think Phillip Rivers is still kind of limited, limiting them offensively. Um, I don't think they can stretch the ball down the field as much as they would like. But uh, so I like the Ravens minus two and a half. I got the Chargers in a pick them against uh, the Raiders. I just don't think the Raiders quarterback play is any good. So uh, we're going to go. We're going to go Chargers there. Uh, Bears. This is a dog. I got Bears plus five and a half against Tennessee. Bears defense is just good enough. Their offensive line stinks. But Tennessee's. Uh, pass rush hasn't been great so far this year. So I think they can kind of get away with a little something there. Uh, even if they don't win outright, they might be able to cover. Uh, I like the Patriots minus seven against the Jets just because it's the Jets. I know the Dolphins aren't playing great, or excuse me, the, the Patriots aren't playing great. But I think Belichick kind of always gets up his guys for the division rival games. Um, so I think they cover the seven. And uh, it might even be a get right game for the Patriots here. They might be able to right the ship a little bit, even though they have zero weapons now that they lost Edelman. Um, and finally to round it out, revenge game, Washington minus two and a half against Los Gigantes. I knew you were taking that. And this is the first time I've taken the, the taken Washington all year, I believe. Is it really? Yeah. I thought you took them against the Giants the first time they play. Uh, no, actually I did take them week one against the Eagles plus five and a half. And that was, I think you took them against the Giants. I think this is your third time. Oh yeah, it is my third time. Two and oh, <laughs> two and oh and taking Washington. All right, let's oh, go. Baby. Fine. Yeah. No one and one. No two and zero. Oh. Washington, they were plus two and a half against the Giants the first time. They oh, lost they were by one. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay, I didn't realize they were plus two and a half. I thought it was a pickup. Uh, but okay, two and zero. Oh, yeah, look when you when you're on the when you're on Washington, it's good. Yeah. Um. But all right. Uh. Did you see the uh, the betting markets for the election on Tuesday night? Yes, because I was watching it. <clears throat> um. You know, I was watching it myself, and then I was following along on Twitter how it was just roller coastering the entire time. I don't understand why it was doing that. I think it got influenced by the public money. Maybe. I mean, well, I mean, that's that's kind of how they set the lines anyway. Is yeah. is the money coming in on one side or the other? So, um, but yeah, I mean, at one point, I think it was. I want to say it was like nine o'clock on Tuesday night. I was at the gym and I just happened to check it out, and uh, T Rump was about was like minus seven hundred. Yeah. After uh, earlier that day, I looked and he was like plus 250 or something. He started off at around plus 220, 250, somewhere in there. And then, yeah, the votes came in and it's 
like the states he was expected to win or like they thought Biden had a chance to win, a small chance to win. He was like, he lost them all or was looking to lose like Florida or Georgia or whatever. I mean, Georgia's still a toss up right now, but, um, and then the markets just were going bananas. And I was like, what is going on here? Like, we don't have any of the true swing states going on. Yeah. Didn't make any sense. It didn't. I think people just got caught up that they're like, this is 2016 over again. Um, and it's still, uh, could be, but that seemed like a crazy, crazy swing in the betting market. Yeah, um, absolutely. And it's illegal. Like none of the U.S. places are allowed to have, like FanDuel or any of those are allowed to have election odds or anything. It's illegal right. to bet politics in the U.S. Mm. So those are all like U.K. places. But still, it was crazy how it was just going. And then, it, like he was minus seven hundred, then he was plus one ten, and then he's back to minus three fifty, and then. I went to bed on Wednesday or a Tuesday at like two thirty in the morning. It was like a toss up. I was like, imagine if you just laid minus like seven hundred with them. Like you're looking, you got to be thinking you're pretty dumb right now. You're, you got to be sweating that. I mean, if you were smart, you grab you grab Trump at two fifty, and then when it swings the other way, you grab Biden. And you come out, you're making money no matter what. Yeah, that you would think so. You would think so, but uh, play a little hedge there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was pretty. The bet the betting scene on Tuesday night was a wild. Uh, it was was a wild wild ride. All right, anything else? I think that's I it. Um, other than the NBA season might start here in a month and a half, but which is yeah, that's wild. Oh, that you know, I'm glad you brought that up because uh, I I was you know as I'm scrolling Twitter everything, Dallas Mavs fans like if you talk to them, Giannis is like signed, sealed, delivered, coming here. Oh really? I mean, that's kind of the feeling I get is everyone thinks that Giannis is going to be here. No problem. And it's not, like I said, signed, sealed, delivered, just a matter of when, not if. And that's kind of crazy to me. Uh, you know, it's we'll, we'll obviously we'll see. But I just don't think it's as much of a done deal as everyone thinks it is. I think who is that? Just fans? I mean, fans um, that who's um, there's a Mavs uh, like Bleach, not what's uh, SB Nation that I follow on Twitter and they're verified, but they, I mean, they're, they're like all in, obviously they're all in on, uh, on, uh, getting him, getting him. But like a lot of the replies and stuff, people are like, Oh yeah, you know, I can't wait for Giannis to be here. And, and it's not like facetious, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's, I feel like they're, they're, re they're, you know, being real about it. I think Bradley Beal is a much more realistic, uh, option there, but uh, yeah, we'll see. That's that's the only thing is I feel like Mavs fans are are all in on Giannis. Obviously, you want to be all in, but I, they think it's actually going to happen. Crazy. I haven't seen like any big rumors about that either. Yeah, I mean it's pure speculation, but they think it's because they're going to have this cap space and they're going to be yeah. able to make some moves to to do it. So uh, yeah, we'll see. I go I. That'd be pretty wild. All right, well, that's going to do it for the pick'em here on November fifth. We'll be back on Monday with the recap of the NFL and football weekend. Hopefully this weekend of sports is as exciting as the Maxion was last night. So we, will talk to, uh, we will talk to everybody on Monday. Thanks for listening.